So we're going to now move on to a very interesting video that I just stumbled upon just randomly. And I know it's not random. Nothing's random with God. But I was, you know, I have a tendency of, and I'm sure a lot of you do the same thing, to just go online and just browse around YouTube because I'm bored and I have nothing better to do with my time, I guess. Um, so I was just looking through YouTube and I and listened to a lot of sermons um, on YouTube. And so I saw this video that said Deaf and Dumb Spirit or something like that. I don't remember the exact title, but it had the, the name Deaf and Dumb Spirit in the title. And so something about that video caught my attention, even though I wasn't looking for a video about deaf and dumb. I wasn't looking for that. But I saw that and I obviously know my son has that spirit. So I thought it was interesting. And so it was a lady, apparently her husband's a pastor in a church and she was talking about this spirit because she had a dream that God gave her about how this spirit operates. So I thought it was very interesting. I'm like, wow, that's got to be God. So I happened to st uh, stumble upon that video and I thought it was very interesting. So I thought I would click on it to see what her message would be about. I was very interested. And so basically she said that God gave her a dream that the deaf and dumb spirit is basically a spirit that is in the shape of a chain that wraps around the head of its victim and it chokes around the neck. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. So that's the vision that God gave her of what the deaf and dumb spirit looks like. It's, it's like a if you ever seen movies or, or, you know, something on television about slaves who have, who have chains around their head and neck. And what the spirit does is it squeezes around the neck of the victim. And that's how the, the spirit operates, basically. And so she went on to say about, you know, what is it, what is it about the neck that the spirit, why, the, why does the spirit attach itself to the neck? And so... For many years now, my son has had an issue, and a lot of autistic children have an issue with this, and I'm, and I'm so grateful for God for, for showing me this video, because I would never, as a physician, I would never think of that. And, and nobody in the medical community really has a good answer for why autistic children, a lot of, not everyone, but a lot of autistic children have difficulty eating, right? Why is that? And so she answered the question for me, right? So my son, Whenever he would, you would put food in his mouth, he would have this difficulty getting it down, right? So he would, sometimes he would grab his chest like he's having pain or something like that. And every time he would swallow, he would, you know, and sometimes he would cry and cry. And it was so tormenting for him because he would cry when he's hungry because he can't tell you he's hungry. He couldn't tell you at the time when he's hungry. Now he just goes into the fridge and eats whatever he wants, which is another problem, actually. But anyways, it's a good problem. But so before you had to like force him to eat and he would only eat very soft, like watery, like soup, basically. You know, at five, six, seven, a child should be eating solid food by like one and he wouldn't do it. Right. And so it took years for God to actually reveal that to me. And so every time we would he would swallow, 
he would like cringe really hard and cry and cry. It's almost like he's trying, he's, it's hard for him to get the food down. And so I thought maybe we should get him like a, a CAT scan or do some studies to see if his esophagus has some blockage. So I'm thinking from a medical standpoint, maybe there's some stenosis blocking his esophagus or something like that, you know? Um, so I was thinking about that and then this video came, you know? And so God's timing is so perfect. Like that video was recorded like over two years ago. But at the time that my son started to act like that, and he wasn't really doing that as much before, he would just not have any desire to eat solid food. But as he got older and he was taking in more solid food, he would cringe, some, not every time, sometimes. Um, so that's another thing. If he had a stenosis, it should happen every time, right? So that's how I know it's a spiritual thing because if you have a blockage in your esophagus, you should have problems getting food down every time you eat, not just sometimes, generally speaking. So in, the, in, the, in her sermon, she said that the way God showed it to her is to think about all of the structures that are in the neck. And we have a lot of different things in the neck that are very important. Um, and she went through them and she said, I don't have a medical degree, but so she had to go online and Google everything. And she found out like what's in the neck. You have the vocal cords in the neck area, right? And, and autistic children, a lot of them have a hard time verbalizing, right? Because their vocal cords are blocked, right? So if you have a, a demonic spirit on the head that is causing issues in the brain and it's also, and it's also restricting the neck, it squeezes the neck of the, of the victim, your vocal cords are in that area. So that's why she says that autistic children don't have, well, she didn't actually say autism or autistic children, she said people that have a deaf and dumb spirit. That's, that's what she said. She didn't use the word autism. But she said people who have the deaf and dumb spirit have a difficulty verbalizing because their vocal cords are blocked. So I thought, wow, that's basically what my son has. He has difficulty communicating or, or speaking. And then she said in the neck also, we have blood vessels to and from the brain. Right. So if you're if the if the deaf and dumb spirit uh, is squeezing the neck of the victim, it makes sense. If you're not getting good blood flow to certain areas of the brain that you can't process information, you can't communicate. Right. And some of the areas of the brain has to do with your behavior, especially the frontal lobes. And if you have deficiencies in those areas of your brain, your behavior is going to be abnormal which is what we see in autistic children a lot of times, that they don't know how to relate to others, right? They don't know how to communicate. They can't relate to others. They don't even make eye contact a lot of times. Like my son will be looking around. He barely looks at you, and he doesn't do that anymore. He makes eye contact now. When, he, when, you're, when you're addressing him, he makes eye contact now, whereas he wasn't doing that a year ago. Right? So certain areas of the brain are not getting good blood flow, so behavior is abnormal, right? And their way of, their ability to learn, process information, retain information, right? Um, communicating. So all of those areas of the brain are affected because there's no blood flow or, or decreased blood flow because of the squeezing of the neck. She was saying, I've never had that vision, but I 100% agree because everything she's saying, I can see it in my son. So blood flow is diminished to and from the brain. And the vocal cords are affected, and that's why autistic children or people who have the deaf and dumb spirit have a difficulty getting words out because their vocal cords are not um, functioning when you have something squeezing it, right? And so we saw 
in the Bible, in a previous video, that the little boy who had the deaf and dumb spirit, he could not speak. The Bible says he was mute, basically. Right. And so the Bible shows it that the deaf and dumb spirit makes the person mute. And the way she saw it in her vision is because it, 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 it squeezes the neck of a person that has uh, that spirit on, on their head and their vocal cords cannot function properly. Right. They can't process information because of their brain blood flow is decreased. And then what else is in the is in the neck from your mouth down your stomach is the esophagus. So the tube that connects your mouth to your stomach is the esophagus and that goes through the neck. And so when you're when you have a spirit or a chain that wraps around the neck of a person, it's going to be very hard to get food down. Right. So why is it that so many autistic children have a problem with eating? Right. And she was not talking about autism. Uh, she never mentioned the word autism. Um, but a person with a deaf and dumb spirit is going to have a difficult time swallowing food because the esophagus goes down the neck also. And so everything she said fits really well. My son couldn't think. He couldn't um, retain information. He couldn't remember anything you taught him. He couldn't communicate. He couldn't get words out. He couldn't swallow. Right. And so everything she said made complete sense. And the Bible is very clear that that demon spirit only responds to prayer and fasting. Right. So even though I went through all of these supplements and everything like that, and I think they are important. I'm not going to say, oh, just pray and fast, but don't give your children good nutrition. Right. Uh, there's a lot of studies that show that decreasing the amount of carbohydrates in your diet actually increases brain function in all people, not autism, but all people. So I, we don't give Ori a lot of carbohydrates. He eats a little bit of rice here and there, but he eats mainly vegetables now. Um, and he's not really good at eating fish, but I would highly recommend um, salmon, for example. It's very good for brain function in omega-3, um, which he also gets in the supplements. Um, but decreasing carbohydrates and sugars in your children's diet will help all children. They don't have to have autism. So that's just food for thought. Um, so for Ori, when I started to fast and pray for him, it's almost like I can imagine the demon spirit, the grip that that demon had around my son's neck is loosening. Right. So my son still has autism. He's not 100 percent where he should be for an eight year old, but he's by far exponentially better then when we started all these medications compared to now when I'm fasting basically every day for him. And, and I'm fasting for other reasons too. But, and I'm going to get to that in a minute, but it's interesting to see because I was thinking about taking to a pediatrician, getting CAT scans, all kinds of imaging of esophagus, there's a blockage. And around that time is when I just happened to coincidentally stumble upon that video and I decided I'm not going to take him to a doctor and I'm not saying not to do that. I'm not saying don't see a pediatrician. My son goes to a pediatrician every year for a regular wellness visit. Um, but I'm not against medicine by all means. I'm a doctor. I believe in medicine. God created medicine. Luke was a physician. Um, so I'm not, there's nothing in the Bible that says doctors are wrong, but by far my recommendation as a Christian is to go to God first because I'm evidence. My son is evidence that his ways work way more efficiently and effectively than the world's way. And we know that. Right. But we have to practice wisdom as parents to give our children the foods that they should eat, the supplements that we're we just talked about, the vitamins. We, we need all of those. God created those vitamins. 
right? If we're not, we don't have a good diet that has all those uh, vitamins, we should take them as supplements because our, our American diet is devoid of the nutrients that we need. So by all means do that. But by far the, the um, improvement, the, the major improvement in my son has been after I started fasting almost basically every day for him. So I would highly recommend that as parents, uh, that you make it a practice to fast for your children. Even if your child doesn't have autism, it could be any disability. Let's say your child is completely normal, healthy, but they're, they have anger issues or they're on drugs or they're having sex or whatever they're doing. They're not you know, in the, in the Lord. They're not going to church with you. Whatever it is, I, I would highly recommend that you make it a practice to sacrifice food for your children because God responds to a person who humbles themselves. He, he, and I've had that experience with God. I would pray for something, and then when I fasted about it, then the answer came, right? And so God has given me all these answers because I was fasting for my son, and he started to reveal to me through that video about the chain around the neck and um, you know, fasting and praying. That's what that verse says. So all the revelation that I have received from God comes to a person, and I, we've gone through this in previous videos, who humbles himself before God. Um, and so he, he, will, he has the answers for everything. So if your child has any disability, whether it's um, Down syndrome or, God forbid, cancer or whatever it is, uh, I would highly recommend that Christians make a practice to fast for their families. That is the will of God. Um, not doing that is an act of disobedience and pride because fasting... Uh, Fasting actually brings about humility in a person. And I don't know why or how, but I do feel much humble. I tolerate people a lot better. I'm a lot more patient. So it, it, there's a whole host of benefits to fasting. Um, and God responds to a person who fasts. And we've seen this many times in the Bible. And I've gone and have had many videos on fasting. Examples, David fasted. Jehoshaphat won, won a major battle fasting and praying and praising God. Uh, so we've seen many examples. Daniel fasted for 21 days and God sent angel, an angel to defeat the demonic prince over Persia for one man who fasted. Um, who else? Moses fasted. I mean, we see this all over. Elijah, we see it all over the Bible. Powerful men of God who were fasting and the miracles that God did in their lives. And people don't put the two and two together. That all these, all these miracles we saw in the Bible are people who sacrificed their lives. You know, Paul fasted. I mean, we see it throughout Scripture, and we've lost that um, in our culture because we just want to eat whatever we want, whatever we want to eat. But it, it makes a big difference in our lives to see God's hand at work. And I've experienced it with my ministry in Haiti, and all kinds of gang activity was completely destroyed and demolished as soon as I stepped into the country. That town, there was no gang activity that night. And it was going on earlier that day. And so fasting makes a big difference in your children, you know, your workplace. And I don't have time for that. But so many miracles have, has happened in my job. People try to destroy me. And they're all, most of them are all gone. So that would be my recommendation to fast for your children, whatever the disability, autism, you know, whatever it may be, even if they're not on the spectrum. If, if it's anything else, or just pray for your children, even if they're like three months old. There's nothing going on with that child. Fast for your children. Okay? So, Heavenly Father, oh, one more thing I forgot. Um, I mentioned a brain stimulation um, procedure that we did for several weeks for Ori a couple of years ago. I think we did um, 
The last session was maybe one year ago, I believe. I can't remember exactly. It was over a year ago. But in any event, it's called transcranial magnetic therapy. TMS is what it's called. I had forgotten the name because um, it was so long ago, but it was called transcranial magnetic therapy or TMS. Um, so a lot of um, psychiatrists and um, neurologists uh, do this procedure. It's basically stimulation, uh, magnetic stimulation of brain cells. And after Ori started that procedure, um, he started to memorize, he, he started to retain memory or retain information, I should say, a little bit faster. Um, when I did that procedure. So that's transcranial magnetic therapy. Uh, I don't believe when we were doing it, it wasn't covered by insurance for autism. It's used really for depression and anxiety, I believe. Um, so by the time you research it for yourself, it may be uh, covered. So we have to pay for it. It's like thousands of dollars. So it's very expensive, but I would you know, look into that. It really helps with uh, not only for anxiety and depression, but it helps with um, memory, retaining information. So Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for today's teaching. We thank you, God, for all of the revelation that you have downloaded on us today. We thank you, Lord, that your word is perfect, it's true, you're sovereign in every way. Everything that we experience around us, it's in the scriptures. The Bible says, search the scriptures. Everything we need in this world that we live in temporarily is in the word of God because of your sovereignty, your perfection, you're in control of all things, even demonic spirits in the name of Jesus. You created them, you designed them. Only you would know how, to, how we can overcome them because you created them for whatever purpose they have. But we thank you, God, for all that you do, even that. We thank you, Lord, for even the demonic attacks that are coming against us. Because if we humble ourselves before you and we receive revelation from you, we will, be, we will become even more um, great and strong in our faith walk with you. Because you, have, you are giving us the tools that we need to overcome all kinds of demonic attacks, oppression in the name of Jesus, who is the king in this battle. You are the captain. You are the chief in command. In the name of Jesus, so in this war that we're in with the deaf and dumb spirit or every other demonic principality that is trying to come against your children, help us to humble ourselves with prayer and fasting so that you can give us all the revelation, the knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and discernment that we need to overcome all of the satanic attacks in this world. In the name of Jesus, so we thank you, Lord, that you are teaching us how to humble ourselves, how to overcome all kinds of trials because we know all things work together for the good of those who love you. And have been called and live according to your will. And Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. So if all things come for the good of those who love you, help us to obey you, Lord. Help us to um, learn your instructions in this guide book called the Bible, our blueprint for this life. Help us to be faithful in obedience to you, Lord. And our obedience is our demonstration of our love for you, which means that all obstacles we go through, even the disabilities of our children, will be used by you for good. And we thank you ahead of time. So we ask you for all the parents that are watching today, Lord, that you will sur <clears throat> surround our children with protection against all kinds of demonic attack, demonic infirmity, demons who are trying to destroy our children in this day and age with suicide going up in our children, not just autism, but suicide and all kinds of disobedience, rebellion, Help our children to remain in line with your will. But you have given us as parents a responsibility to train them up in the right way first. You didn't say be a Christian 
send your children to Sunday school every Sunday. You said to train them in the right way. That is the promise that if we do so, then you yourself will keep them on the right path and they will not deviate from it. But for that promise to come to pass, we must know the word of God and live according to your word so that we can then teach it to our children. We cannot teach what we don't know. So help us as parents know the word of God, know it, live it, and do it. And in living out the word of God, we can now train our children to live according to your will, to train them up in the right way, the way of the Lord, that narrow path of righteousness. And then we can experience a promise that you have given us that our children will be in the right path and they will stay on that path when they get older. So we thank you again for joining me on this journey. I will see you again next time. Are you ready to step into your calling and destroy fear, worry, doubt, and anxiety? In Our Victory, God's Glory, author Pamela Noel describes the stop and do nothing else principle that was used by some of the most powerful people in Scripture, including David, Moses, Peter, and Daniel. This You Can't Help Yourself book reveals that success in every area of your life lies in one name. Our Victory, God's Glory was written to support Haiti's elite medical team, a Haitian-American-owned, not-for-profit organization that provides health care services to the poor in Haiti. Proceeds from the sale of this book will help support our efforts. The ultimate goal is to build a hospital and provide much-needed medical care services currently unavailable to those with limited access to quality health care. Available at Amazon, your local bookstore, or at Trilogy.tv.